What if there was a way to hack your brain? To figure out why you're not taking the action you know you need to, and why the action you are taking isn't working? Well, there is. And this podcast is designed to show you how to do that, to see your mind, to coach yourself, and ultimately to create the life and business of your wildest dreams without the hustle or the stress. I'm your host, Elizabeth Salazar. Let's dig in. Hello there. Welcome back. Episode 78. Oh my goodness. I was looking at that number and just in awe of 78 episodes later. And I remember all the drama that I had just starting a podcast and wanting it to be perfect and wanting to wait until I knew it would be perfect. And I'm so thankful to myself that I just decided to let myself not be perfect. And it's a continuous recommitment to letting myself not be perfect. And this actually ties in a little bit with today's topic. The Trinity of You. This is actually the very first work that I did on my mind. Now, before I learned how to make money in my business, I spent two years trying to figure it out and trying to figure out why it wasn't working. And just, and and when I say trying to figure it out, I mean focusing on the tactics and the strategies and just everything that I needed to do to do it correctly. I was looking at all these people's businesses. I was setting mine up. I was like, okay, great. I can mimic that. I was very mimicky. <laughs> I, I noticed that actually sometimes I, I do it where I'm like, oh, I'll just copy that. And then I'm like, wait a minute, Elizabeth. It's not the thing they're doing. It's the mind they built to do it. But back in those days, I thought that that's what it was to be successful. I thought it was just having a website and having an offer and having a low priced offer. So, I mean, when I talk about doing $6,000 in one year, I helped a lot of people. It wasn't that I was just helping one or two. It was like I was working and that was part of the problem. So the work and the stuff I'm going to talk to you about today, the Trinity of you, this is the stuff that laid the foundation for my brain to grow and develop into the next stages of growth. Like believing, I used to believe that things were realistic. Um, Discovering why I would want to feel feelings, right? Like discovering what not realistic is, learning why I want to feel feelings. And really the thing I learned was like learning how to create results, how I created my results, how it wasn't just happening to me. It wasn't a fluke. It wasn't an accident. Like learning how I created my results in such fine detail that I could replicate it. And I've done that doubling my business every year for three years. And in the last episode, I shared with you the four essential experiences to consistently growing your business. But the more that I thought about it, I realized that this work has to come first. And not just first, but first and then repeated and refreshed, just like going to the dentist. Yeah, your mindset work is like brushing your teeth every day, not just once a day in the morning, but right, I I work from home, so sometimes I eat lunch and then I'm like, sometimes, because I'm telling you, I don't brush my teeth every day at lunch, but sometimes I do. And so that's how your mindset work is. You might not always brush your teeth three times a day, but sometimes you do. And then you go to the dentist and you have that regularness in there. Doing this work on your mind is that repetitive. So the foundational trinity, right? The, The trinity of you is loving yourself, really accepting yourself in three areas. Your past self, your current self, and your future self. And love in this word, right? Like love in this case might actually be better described as acceptance 
because I used to roll my eyes, right? When people would talk about love yourself and doing all this like bubble bath, I was just like, ugh, right? But acceptance, I could understand. Because the really cool thing is that as I began to accept myself and see what that even looked like, because I don't know that I would have understood that back then, but I think I could have. But the more I learned about it, the more I realized that my husband had been accepting me all along. And that that was actually probably something I was really attracted to him was because I wasn't accepting myself. And he was, he probably felt really good to me when I wasn't accepting me. So very specifically, what you're accepting is who you've been, right? Past self, it's who you've been prior to this moment. What you did, what you didn't do, what you created. It's accepting that version of you. It's accepting the version of who you are right now. Who you are in your business, who you are in your life. Every part of who you are. Even how your mind works right now today. Because right, so often with the mindset stuff, there's this sense of, I should have already figured it out. I shouldn't be having these thoughts anymore. But this is about accepting every part of who you are right now today. And then the third part you're accepting is that future self, who you're becoming without rushing there, without thinking it's going to be better there, but just accepting that there's somebody you're becoming and that that is a part of you too. And I, I like to picture this like the, um, the Olympic rings, except they're not quite overlapping the same way. They're really more just three rings that are touching. Maybe they're even squares, right? They're, their sides are touching, but they're not overlapping. But it, it's kind of this like they're constantly happening. Your past is constantly being created whether in this moment, right? Whether you take advantage of this moment right here or not, your past is being created. Your future, right? It's like the, the timeline is always moving forward with these three boxes. And you have to look at these three boxes and decide what you think about them on purpose. And this work is gonna be needed the most if you find yourself in one of these spaces. In a rush, to get to your goal and focused on how to get there faster, unsatisfied and unable to see the progress you've been making towards your goal, right? If you can't see that timeline moving and you progressing, you need this work. If you're feeling tight in your chest or your throat, as you think about where you are in your business, you need this work. If you've been believing that you should be further along, and you're frustrated with yourself for where you are right this minute, you need this work today. If you've been judging your past accomplishments as not enough, you need this work today. If you've been unable to access your future self or let yourself go to the place where you, like, where, right, where there's a you in the future who has your goal, you need this work. If you've focused on the past as being a realistic expectation of what the future holds, you need this work. And I want to make sure that I say up front that this is going to be hard. And that's okay. I was recently watching a masterclass by Misty Copeland. She's a ballerina. And she talked about how one of the things she wanted to do, valued as a ballerina, was being able to do all the things, right? All the techniques. She didn't want to just be really good at a couple of things. She thought that her job as a ballerina was to be able to do all the techniques. But one of them that she was doing, she, was, she did and then got hurt. And what she talked about there was that she realized that her muscles weren't developed to do that move without injury, right? Her muscles weren't developed to do a move without injury. She didn't make that mean this just wasn't for her, right? Ballerina-ing 
all the techniques of ballerinaing that they weren't for her. No, no, right? What she said I thought was so profound because I just heard every part of mindset in there. She decided that her business, no, I decided my business. She decided that her body was 100% in her control to shape and form. Oh, I love just hearing her say it because athletes believe that, especially ballerinas, right? If you look at her body, it's like, it's so interestingly shaped, right? She sat on the floor and her feet did this crazy weird looking thing. And I was like, whoa, that does not happen naturally, right? She did that on purpose. She did it because she believed she could shape her body to do anything she wanted. And it turns out she was right. Now we're not all gonna do that, but some of us are gonna do that in our business, right? She went to work on building the muscle to do this technique. And I don't know if exactly if I was watching her do it, but it kind of looked like she was just doing this tiny little movement over and over. And I was like, really, that's it? But it made me think that's exactly like building your mind. We do it in very small motions that are repeated over and over and over. And I was thinking about it as she was doing it, because again, it was just like business. She doesn't get to know if it's working. She has to just believe that it is working. She doesn't get any evidence. She just believes, yeah, this is how muscles work. When I do this little movement over and over and over again, my muscle changes, all of her muscles change, right? It's like when you build one muscle, you're inevitably taking another muscle and giving it less attention. And so that muscle's breaking down while another one grows. And then you know what she has to do as a ballerina and what we have to do as entrepreneurs? You have to test it by using the muscle and then refining it further, right? So when you set a goal, and you don't hit it, yeah, that was you building the muscle and then testing it. Did I build the muscle I needed to do that technique, hitting that goal? Mm, I didn't, great, I'm going back at it. What am I gonna do? I'm gonna hone my technique. So what I loved about watching her was that it was so simple to business, right? It's 100% in your control to shape your mental brain muscle to create the results you want. And it's hard to break down a set of muscles that are used to being used and to build up one that isn't strong yet. So many of my, my clients, right? Even myself, right? I, I'm putting myself in there. And it's, it's, it's easy to use the muscle of doing more. I'm getting ready to launch the Consistent Business Builder Mastermind. And I noticed, I think it was last week, I was looking at my schedule and I, I was practicing being more scheduled and planning my time. And then it was like Tuesday or Wednesday and it hit me. Oh, you know what I'm doing? I'm like checking the things off the list. Like because I put them on my calendar, I was just very like repetitive. Like, yeah, I told myself to do it, so I'm doing it rather than remembering why I want to be doing each piece, letting my mind be a part of it. And that's the habit. The habit is to do for doing's sake, out of obligation, because you're supposed to, rather than doing and doing it because you remember why you're doing it. So it's going to be hard and that's okay. And I want you to feel the acceptance of that, right? The acceptance of it's hard and that's okay. Now let's break down what accepting and loving the Trinity of you actually looks like. So the first one, we're going to talk about loving and accepting your past self. This is who you've been up until this very moment. It's your past self. She's paved the way for who you are today, right? She's tried things. She's learned lessons the hard way. She's done hard things. She's stuck with things longer than she wanted to because she saw the vision for something bigger. She's failed 
She's made choices she wouldn't make again. She's never known for sure what the future would hold. But she was always willing to show up to what she did know and do that. She's strong. She's brave. She's you. Right? How often do you stop and sit in awe of who you've been and how far you've come? I kind of mentioned this when we started the podcast, right? Episode 78. I am in awe of who I have been and how far I have come. Not just in my podcasting, but in my business. I am in awe of learning how to make money using my mind instead of more effort and action. I am in awe of being a single mom who got pregnant at 16. Right? I'm in awe of being a woman who had the foresight to listen to her mother who said, read this book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And then had the foresight to say, listen to your mom when she said, invest in real estate, even though you don't know how and you don't have money, that's okay, do it anyways. All right, I remember being scared and I am in awe of that woman that I have been. And when you sit in awe of that woman you have been, it can be over any time frame. It can be from childhood to now. It can be from college to now. It can be from three months ago to now. It could be from yesterday to today. Because sometimes that's actually the delight is it's looking at like when I see something that I've been believing, like every once in a while I run into this thought that I've been like, it's been, it was hanging over me like a cloud and I was believing it and I was just inside of it and I didn't know how to get out of it. And then one day I just saw it. And it's that kind of thing where from one moment to the next, I'm a different human. And I just have like this awe of that where I'm like, oh, that's amazing. I was in it and now I'm not. I am a different human human because I see that and I have awe for who I am and my ability to do that. I have a lot of awe for my ability to see my mind and slow it and think on purpose because I didn't used to have that skill and it's such a gift and I'm aware of what a gift it is when I look at other people who don't have it. So I want to encourage you to stop and sit in awe of who you've been and how far you've come. Now, doing this is going to feel different. It's going to require a slowness, a pausing, a purposeful feeling of awe, of pride, of appreciation for who you've been. And your default might be to get moving again, right? To stay busy, to be productive. That's why this is the hard part. This is the part where your brain and body resist being slow, but you have to commit to sticking with it. This is the part where your old muscle was productivity and staying busy and deciding what you're going to do and then doing it, whether it creates the results or not. But the new muscle that you're building is actually spending time doing this kind of stuff, like sitting in awe, even though your brain says this cannot be the thing. Oh, I know that voice. And as you do this work, you may notice some not so nice thoughts going through your mind. Now, I thought about making a list of them and I was like, oh my gosh, I don't even want to see those. That's awful. I don't want to think that. So I'm not going to mention what they're going to be because you are going to hear them. And when you hear them, right, those thoughts that go through your mind, when you sit down to be in awe of yourself, it's going to be enough of an experience. And, and I want you to hear that when they come. Because they're going to come. So here's what you're going to do when those thoughts come. You're going to have a piece of paper. This is what I love. It's like whenever I'm doing something, whether I'm recording a podcast, whether I'm sometimes even when I'm on my like getting coached, right? I'm in my, in my mastermind getting coached. And sometimes I just have this piece of paper right beside me 
to keep track of my thoughts in real time. Because what I'm doing is I'm taking them out of my mind and putting them on paper so that I can come back and look at them and process them and separate them from myself and from what's like what I choose to believe, like seeing them in there rather than letting them just go on a default repeat. So you're gonna have a piece of paper. You're gonna just write your thoughts down as they come. You're gonna put those pap- those, those thoughts on the paper and they may still come back to your mind, but when they do, I just want you to feel a feeling of acceptance for your mind. And sometimes right, I totally talk to my mind. I'm like, yeah, but I don't want to think that thought, right? I don't need to think that thought right now, so I won't. It's okay that it keeps coming back, but I still don't have to think it. And there was some podcast that I sang you this song And you want to make sure that this is a really light and gentle approach with your mind. This isn't like, oh, I don't know why these thoughts keep coming back. These are awful. I just wish they'd go away, right? Instead, it's a very gentle, like, yeah, no, it's probably going to keep coming back. But sometimes if it's like really, I feel like I'm harassed and I, I, I don't know how to get myself separate from them, I sing this little song and it goes like this. I don't want to think those thoughts, so I won't. Now notice that, right? I don't want to think those thoughts, so I won't. It's very light. It's very playful. Your body will shift in how it feels just singing the song. But it's the truth behind it, right? It's I have a choice in the thoughts I think, and I don't choose those ones. Because you know that's true. If your mind brings up thoughts about some boyfriend in middle school, you're like, uh, no, (laughs) I don't think so. Right? You shut it down and it doesn't even have to be gentle. It's just very matter of fact. Like, uh, no, (laughs) that's not where I want to spend my brain space. And yet so often these thoughts will come through your mind that will prevent you from being in awe of yourself but you won't shut them down. You'll just let them be there. So the summary of loving and accepting your past self, it's gonna happen in three things. It's like a sandwich. You're gonna love and accept your past self by being in awe of yourself. Thinking thoughts on purpose and feeling that awe of who you have been to create the person you are right now. Now, the middle part of that sandwich is seeing the thoughts that are going to come up, writing them down, processing them, separating yourself from them. And then the third part of the sandwich is then getting back to being in awe of yourself, right? Notice how it's a process. It's like, of course, the stuff's going to come. My job's just to get back in it. Okay. The second part of the trinity of being of focusing on you is loving and accepting your current self. This is who you are right now. And who you are is a compilation of what you think about your past, about your future, and about this present moment. When I think about how, how true that is, right? It's like the thoughts we have, the stories we tell about the past the story we tell about our future, because there are things in my mind that aren't real yet, but that I'm building out, that I believe about my future because I spend the time thinking about my future and and imagining it and just believing it could be possible. And those things come together and then into my present moment. And sometimes even in my present moment, it's that willingness to just be to think a thought like, I don't need to be anywhere but right here. And it involves some breathing, right? Because my mind has all the thoughts in all the directions. And you might feel some resistance to who you are, right? When I talk about loving and accepting who and where you are right now, there might be some tightness. I want you to be aware of those thoughts too, right? Write them down too. These ones, I'm going to tell you what these ones are because sometimes they sound like truth, 
they always sound like truth, right? Everything we believe in our mind, we, we think is true. We don't question whether it is or not. So I want to give you a couple of here to just be on the lookout, but I want you to look for your own specific anthem that's playing in your head. This might sound like I should be further along. I just wish it was working at a bigger level already. This is good, but it's not gonna, but it's gonna be better when we have more money, right? You could actually fill that one in with a lot. It's like, this is good, but it's gonna be better when. It's gonna be better when I have more clients. It's gonna be better when we have more money. It's gonna be better when I pay off the debt. It's gonna be better when um, we move into a new house. It's gonna be better when, right? The brain will just like, it, it allows you to never be satisfied now, but always thinking something in the future will be better. It, it sounds like, I know what I have works. I just need to get people to buy it. It sounds like, I don't want to rest or stop thinking about my business. I'm committed to this until I figure it out. And not resting or stopping thinking means that it's that obsession of 24-7. It's dreaming about it. It's, it's thinking about your business all the time. And it sounds like this is the one thing that'll make everything else better, right? These thoughts are an anthem in your mind. And right, remember, you have to be aware of what your specific one is. But every moment of thoughts we have matters. These thoughts above, right, these ones that I just mentioned, they're very, they're very subtly full of pressure. They're very subtly discounting now in, in favor of a future that's different. They're very like driven and dissatisfied with now. They aren't accepting of you now in this moment. So let me show you what those types of thoughts sound and feel like when they are accepting. And these are going to be really simple thoughts. And you have to let your brain love that, right? Your brain might just love it on its own, but some of you might need to like let your brain love the simplicity. Because, right, we can spend our brain space in either of these two places. And what you're learning to teach your brain is, is that I want to spend my brain space in the space that isn't like what just I think is true, but rather what creates the results I want. So here's what this place in your mind sounds like. And right, these are thoughts about yourself in a very simple way. I am, right? You just deeply breathe and you think a thought as simple as I am, right? We have no other judgment about who you are. It's so simple. I am. And I feel my body relax in such a, a, a way when I say that, that breathing is very easy. But so often we're used to thinking thoughts about ourselves and trying to think thoughts about ourselves that, that fill in the sentence. Like, I am successful. I am an entrepreneur. I am a great coach. I need to be a great coach. I, but this is just like such a core, like I am, right? You just exist. You are literally, right? You can look down at yourself, look at your hands. I just am. That's it. End of the sentence. And when you think that, you are not thinking other things. That is the beauty of these types of thoughts. When you think one of them, there's something else you are not thinking. Another thought that's very simple, I am human. Now, what I like is that I want you to pay attention to the physiological experience you have. Like when I say that, I feel my brain just relax. It's like, yep, that sounds right. <laughs> I mean, there's not that thought, but there's that like that let down a feeling. Another thought is I am in this moment right now and only here. That one's kind of weird. I'm going to read it again. I am in this moment, right? I'm in this moment right now. That's it. I'm only right here. What I love about this thought is, is when I remember to think it, my brain and I are like, oh yeah, we don't need to be thinking about all this crazy stuff. Whatever we're thinking about, not necessary. I'm in this moment. I'm safe 
I'm not dealing with anything, right? I'm not working on my business. I'm not trying to problem solve for the future. I'm not dwelling on the past. I'm just right now in this moment. I am who I am in this moment. So often we want to be better, right? We know we can be better and we want to be better. No, no. You are who, right? I am who I am in this moment. There is no enoughness because enough is some crazy slippery slope. It's just I am who I am as a coach, who I am as an entrepreneur, who I am as a wife, who I am as a mother, every bit of it. I am who I am in this moment. I am changing and growing. It's just very simple. I just am, right? Like find the proof for that, right? And when you sit in awe first of your past, it's a lot easier because you can look at it and you're like, oh, obviously, yes, because I used to do this or that and now I don't. Even if it's simple stuff, I am changing and growing. So the goal here is that you feel that sense of acceptance, that openness about you, These thoughts are like eating vegetables, right? Brushing your teeth. We don't do it once a day. We don't do it occasionally. This is the part that requires repeat. You guys, the reason that people give up on their business is because they don't believe in themselves to keep doing it. And so it's like you have to have thoughts about yourself, that feel very calm, very accepting, very simple to let you keep going. All that judgment is going to come up. All those thoughts about who your brain thinks you should have been, who it wanted you to be, who it thought you should be at this point, they're all going to be there, but you're teaching them by not giving them the airtime. Now, here are some places I didn't go, and I want to just tell you these thoughts so that you see the difference. Now, I told you to pay attention to how you feel in your body, because there's this really cool thing that our body does. So when we don't believe a thought, like if I present you with a thought and you don't believe it, you're going to feel your brain kind of like argue a little bit, and you're going to feel your body tighten up. So it's this response of like, "Eh, I don't know about that. And this is why we don't just walk around taking other people's thoughts. We have to develop our own muscle and brain and build out our own. And so you're always testing your own thoughts by how they feel in your body. Because the most powerful thoughts are going to have this like very deep rooted type feeling and they're going to create an emotion. Whereas thoughts you don't believe will feel like a shallow nothingness and or your brain and body will argue. So here's some thoughts that I find that people rarely can believe right away about themselves. I am enough exactly as I am. I know enough. I'm whole and perfect. Nothing about me needs to change. Nothing. I am a successful woman. I'm an entrepreneur. I am an excellent coach exactly as I am today. Now, you may not disagree with those. I love that. But what I want you to be cautious of is that when you're building thoughts about yourself in your present moment, that you're making them so simple because it's the difference between an adjective, right? I am a coach and I am a great coach. The brain gets caught up on that word great and it's like, I don't know about that one. So, right, we take out the adjective and we make it very simple. So you're going to want to think on purpose in your present self. As you love and accept your present self, it's going to be thinking thoughts about you that are very simple. They're going to calm your body. They're going to create an acceptance. And then the other place you're going to want to think thoughts on purpose are about the results that you have right now. And they're going to be, right, if it's $25,000 year to date, you want to, just like thinking thoughts about yourself, you want to think simple thoughts about your data. Maybe it's $50,000 to go towards your 2020 goal. Whatever that is, 
right? In order to create new results, you have to start by loving the results you have now. By loving where you are in perspective to where you've come from, accepting yourself and this being part of the journey you're on, like from the perspective of knowing that you hit your goal. And I think that's the little detail that people don't give themselves. They don't know to give themselves is that ability to say, I hit my goal. Now, everywhere I'm at now is just in perspective to that. Because the opposite of this, right? The opposite of accepting yourself and where you're at right now is a frustration with yourself. It's labeling this part of your journey as not good enough. Being in a hurry to get where you're going. Even thinking things like, I, can't, I don't need to focus on me. I need to focus on my person. And that's true. But we have to always put ourselves first. We have to put how we feel in our mind first because it's that conversation that we're having with us. Because we cannot have a quality relationship and like creative experience. I have no idea what words just came out of my mouth. A creative experience <laughs> serving our people when it's like a crap zone inside of our head. And so you have to get the place where the way you talk to yourself, the way you feel about yourself and where you are, the way you think about your past has to be a priority in order for you to fully show up and serve your people because you will not be able to serve them at the same level when the experience inside of you isn't good, right? That frustration, that angst, that dissatisfaction, right? Because here's the other thing. The problem with being frustrated, the problem with wishing you were somebody else, somewhere else, somebody else, somewhere else, is that when you get to your goal, pushing and hustling and doing, you're still going to be you, right? All the thoughts you have in your head, all the judgment, all the pressure, all the like beliefs about how it has to be done, working hard, um, whatever those beliefs are. They're still going to be there. Every bit of who you will, who you've been will still be there. And it's going to feel slower, but the strongest foundation for a consistently growing business that you will ever create is when you learn how to hit a goal without self-pressure, without judgment, without working 80 hours a week and without constantly obsessing over your business. Let me repeat that. The strongest foundation for a consistently growing business that you will ever create is when you learn to hit the goal without the pressure, the judgment, the 80-hour work week, or the constantly obsessing over your business. Because when you do it, you're going to always know how to do it. I will never go back to the way I used to do it. Now, I do it in like snippets. But I catch myself now. I'm like, oh, there was me going back. But I know how to do it in a different way. So let's recap. Loving and accepting your current self. You're going to think thoughts about yourself. Very simple thoughts on purpose. You're going to think thoughts on purpose about your growth and where you're going. And of course, you're going to watch your default mind and the stories about your current self you're going to write that stuff down. You're going to process it. You're not going to just leave it in there like it's true. And then the very last part of this, right? The trinity of you is your future self. Loving and accepting, creating a relationship with that version of you right now. If you've struggled to access your future self before, make sure you don't try and just jump right here because you think there's some like magic to future self work. There's not. There is magic to this trinity of you work. And you just start, right? You can start with your present self. You can start with your past self. But don't start with your future self necessarily. It's probably not wrong there either. But you could probably do any of it. But start with one of the other two and then come into this one. Teach your brain to love you and who you've been before trying to love some future version of you who has a different life. Because she might not. It might not be different the way you think. So go back and do that other work because there's no rush to who you'll be in the future. She's just like you, right? And if you don't do the work on the past and the present, 
she will literally be just like you. (laughs) Same thoughts, same up and down feelings, same patterns, same results. The way that we create and shape our future self starts with how we see, love, and accept who we are and who we've been. So knowing that, let's talk about loving and accepting your future self. Now, this is one of my favorites. (laughs) So let's talk about, first of all, who she's not. Your future self is not a basketball coach or a drill sergeant. Do you hear me? She's not. So when she talks to you, she isn't saying, get it together or some other harsh directive, right? She isn't there to tell you how it all works out. So she's not a basketball coach and she's not there to tell you how it all works out. I like to think about this one as like, she's not allowed to tell you. Like, it's like a secret, like, man, I can't, because this is sometimes what I write. I'm like, like, man, I cannot tell you how it all works. You're going to love watching that unfold, right? And then you learn to love watching that unfold because you have no other choice. But I, I think of this sometimes as this little secret conversation where she's like, I can't tell you how, but here's what I can tell you, right? And it's like, she's giving me the secrets, but they're not secrets of how, because why our brains wouldn't understand it. Think about current you brain speaking to high school you brain. She wouldn't get it. (laughs) Like nothing I would say in my current moment, my brain, I would have to spend a lot of time thinking about how would I communicate to her in a way she would understand. And even then, because she doesn't have perspective, it's a really good chance she wouldn't get it. (laughs) So right, who your future self is not, she's not a basketball coach or a drill sergeant. She's not speaking harshly to you. And she's also not telling you how anything works in the future. So who is she? Your future self is soft. She's kind. She's encouraging. She's love. For some of you, you've had a mom. You've had a family member. You've had a partner that you experienced this from. For some of you, you've seen God this way. And you've gotten that feeling from that relationship. So... Your future self is soft. That accepting and that love, that is her. Your future self is yours to create and shape. So if you struggle to know her and to understand, it's just because you've never thought thoughts about her, right? And sometimes that's like just realizing that you can, but you're actually already making decisions for her all the time. You are actively already creating and shaping your future self all the time. I want you to think about when you decided to get married, you chose who your future self was going to hang out with. When you decided to have children, you decided that your future self was a woman with kids. When you planned dinner for tonight, you gave your future self the simplicity of not thinking about it. Maybe you even like defrosted it for her. Sometimes I think about that. Like I get the meat out of the freezer and I'm like, yep, future self, you don't even have to think about dinner. I got it out for you. It's like I'm such a good gift giver. When you broke the habit of social media or soda or sugar, you gave that gift to your future self. She doesn't have that, that habit. When you learn how to manage your time and schedule things, It was a gift you gave your future self, right? Because there's that part where it's hard and then you won't be hard in the future. When you learn how to plan and honor your time, right? That, That time element. Your future self is any point you choose to access of her, but she's always available to speak to you and encourage you from different points, right? So it's not just like when, I like to go to the part where it's like where I have my goal, but there's lots of points she can come from. Sometimes it's me, like, I think I shared this with you guys, like, right, like private jet version of me. Sometimes it's future self who's just like paying herself a million dollars for, um, like, that's just the normal thing. Like, sometimes that's the version of me that might talk to me. Sometimes it's the version of me who was like, hey, you're, you don't, you don't have any idea how long you have your family. Don't forget that this is important to you. And I'm like, oh yeah, thanks for the reminder. (laughs) 
Okay. So I'm going to read to you some of the things that I might say to myself from my future self to my current self so that you get an idea for how these sound. Now, the goal of this is that you feel it in your body. She is comforting you. She is loving you. And she's telling you things that your inner child, whatever, needs to hear. It's very simple. Ready? She says to me, keep going. Elizabeth, keep going. And I feel my eyes water now just as I read it. Because there is a part of me that needed to hear it. Right? I wasn't aware of it, but when I hear keep going, I'm just like, oh, yes. She says to me, you figure it out. Because we're always trying to figure something out. And she just has that reassurance. You figure it out. She says things like, I know it's hard. I know. And from where I'm standing in the future, I want you to know it's 100% worth it. And you do it all over in a heartbeat. Right? Not the hustle, not all of that, right? But whatever it takes for me, because I think about that, it's not just hitting the goal and the willingness to work hard and sacrifice everything for that goal. It's the willingness to say, I want the goal and I want it in a different way. And the slowness of letting those two come together. And she's like, it's 100% worth it. You redo it all in a heartbeat. She says to me, I'm so proud of you. (sighs) That's always one that I'm like, oh, I didn't even remember I needed that. But I did. I needed to hear it. I love this one because she gives me the perspective. <laughs> this is the, like the secret. She's like, I can't tell you how it works, right? Sometimes I like to repeat that to myself, right? Because my brain's like, I don't know how it's going to work. <laughs> and she's like, I can't tell you how it's going to work or what it's going to look like. But what I want you to know is that this is about more than the goal. You create a ripple effect as you grow that impacts you It impacts your family, it impacts your clients, impacts people that you have no idea are watching you. And me in this future moment, as I tell you this, I am still discovering and am in awe of this. She tells me, keep going. You get there and it's better than you can even imagine, right? This is what my future self sounds like to me. She's telling me what I need to hear. And I feel the emotion of it. I feel this this space inside of me that softens. I cry. I, right? Like all of it. Because my future self who has hit the goal I want is speaking to me. And she's always telling me, right? She's always comforting that scared part of me and telling me to keep going. I want to leave this future self right? This, this loving and accepting the future version of who you're becoming with a question that you can ask yourself. Because the question is part of practicing stepping into that future version of yourself from love and acceptance, right? Loving and accepting all parts of who you are. Because current you is going to experience stuff. Stuff like... <laughs> A consult who said yes, but who's going to email and say no. Stuff like a consult who, uh, you know, scheduled but doesn't show up. Um, Stuff like a goal that feels really far away from your current reality. And in that moment of love and acceptance of it all, you can go to that future version of yourself and ask her this question. As the version of me who's already created that whatever goal, right? 100K business, million dollar business, whatever. How do you see and think about this circumstance? How do you see and think about this situation I have right now? But it's asking that version of you who's done it. Now, until you practice thinking thoughts about your future self, you might not be able to answer the the question. That's okay. Let that be hard and that's okay. And then let her give you the perspective and the encouragement. 
So the moral of all of this is to love where you are now. It's the secret sauce to creating everything you want. I created this thought yesterday, and as we close, I'm going to share this with you. Here's my thought. The best thing that I can do for myself, for my family, for my clients, for my future clients, is to love who I am and where I am. It's to love who I am and where I am. Not just as like a distant idea, right? Where people are like, yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, no, I'm definitely doing that. We're good. Check, right? Checking it off the list. But as an action, as an action that I spend time doing. I woke up this morning and the first thought that I had was, I love this life. I love this life where I can just like put my leg over and feel the warmth of my husband. I love this life where my alarm goes off at 5 a.m. and I get to live this life, right? I love it. And when you're coming from that place of love, and not from a lack or an urgency, you become the version you want to be, right? You become this always growing version of you who is achieving her goals because she is growing and changing. This is the trinity of you, right? It's the relationship you have with you, the acceptance and love you have of who you've been, who you are, and who you're becoming on purpose. And letting each exist as a whole and complete person of you and loving them. That's the first and foundational piece of you building a consistent business. It's not focusing on other people. It's not, you know, all the stuff that we think of in a business but it's creating this strong inner foundation because this is the work that you build everything else on. And if it's shaky, then everything else will be shaky with it. Okay, I love creating this for you. I can't wait to hear how it changes you. Have a great week. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Strategic Mindset Podcast. Before you go, take a minute and leave a review and hit that subscribe button. (laughs) These are actually the only two ways that I have to know who's on the other end. And so if you haven't already, do those things and I'll see you next time. And I'll see you next time.